Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii Podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? And Devin Nakoba. What's up? Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. Then you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. You can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com to find out more about the show or send in your thoughts. If you would like to help the show and get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com and donate. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com and donate. There you'll get more involved with the show and help to determine who and what is filmed. Before we keep going, we'll thank our sponsors, uh, Koopa Koopa Landscaping. That's right. Over there. Over there. Yeah. And we have Fort Ruger Market. Yeah. Did you get to talk to yeah. the kind, Kevin? Not yet. My wife's going to talk to him about that. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. She has too many questions for me to translate. So I said, you talk to him directly. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Because Kyle's not going to remember it correctly. And there's going to be a big fountain in the middle of it. Who did this fountain? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Kyle said something. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, uh, if you jump on the whole iTunes thing, please make sure that you uh, rate us with five stars. If you don't want to give us five stars, it's cool. Just pretend like there's no rating system and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Devin. I always forget to do that. Yeah, you appreciate your jumping. Uh, It's okay. Because you wait for me to do it. Yes, I should also um, add Elite Discount Furniture. Yeah. www.elitediscountfurniture.com. Yes, that we can't touch it's the nice table, table, but it's a nice it table. It is a nice table. Yeah. yeah. It's very Chairs solid. and everything. Beautiful. All right. Uh, how did everybody enjoy their Fort Ruger? Woo! It's very s- good. We had some beef stew. La we la. had some. Uh, yeah, I saw la a lot la. of empty bowls. <laughs> it was quite impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, let's see. You can find Devin on Kumu 94.7. You can go to highlightclothing.com to find Kyle's des- designs. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Now, to wait, 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 wait. Okay. By the way, nice job with Made in Hawaii Festival. Oh, thank like you. Your, your booth was yeah, probably the best-looking booth out of everybody. Oh, thanks. No, we got lucky. Nobody yeah, said, oh, Kyle just drives his <laughs> drives his van up and <laughs> open the door and, hey, we're open. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a different place this year, right? They had it on the yeah. fourth floor parking lot of Ala Moana for the first time. That's an interesting So it was, it was good in some ways and chaotic in some ways. Yeah. It's a, it's right, that time was super right. dark, but Yeah, <laughs> it was like, dark. Like pulling up your phone. What does this shirt look like? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It was How did the light work? Did it light? The light saved our boot because oh, okay. it was super dark in the boot because they, we didn't have any lights other than that. Yeah. So yeah, thank you very much. I High sessions for the light. Oh, <laughs> for real? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think Kyle got there and he's like, oh, it is dark, dark over here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you have a light or what? Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, okay. So that really helped. Was nice. it well trafficked? Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was really good. It was a successful show. I think everybody was happy. Next you know, time, you got to tell us on the podcast so we can talk about it. We didn't talk yeah, about it on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I forgot. How come on the podcast <laughs> you guys always talk about Kyle and Devin's other jobs, but not John's? Because he doesn't we, we like do. to talk about himself. We do oh, sometimes. Your real estate stuff. Yeah, yeah. every once in a while. It comes up. Comes he up. doesn't. It comes up, I and then John squashes it as quickly as he possibly can. Not a. Okay, so introduce. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Case, moving on. Case in point. <laughs> yes. Timing. By the way, yeah. the video is on. So yeah, video is on. Timing. Wow. Yes. So Vance Morimoto <laughs> is a... We know Vance because he's part of the high... Se- well, both of these guys are part of the High Sessions crew. They make up the sound team. The, the, the core of the sound. So when people... Well, anyway. So part Vance Morimoto is a sound person. 
He also has written a children's book called Where Is My Left Shoe that we're going to talk about a little bit. And so he's here to promote that. Uh, Darren Leong is our sound guy. He's also my partner on the Twitch stream every other week. So um, yeah, we're going to get into a lot of technical sound talk. So if you're not into that, <laughs> feel free to turn off the podcast. <laughs> Now and there's a reason why John put all this up recently, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we can get the best song possible for this podcast. Yeah. Well, I just kind of noticed that it did. It did sound a little. Um, it did make a difference. Echoey. Yeah, yeah it echoey, does yeah. make a difference. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. It's, it's too bad you can't see our amazing uh, one. These uh, on the walls, like there's <laughs> one stray one just sort of sitting here, and then another one over here, and then gonna, six. <laughs> In a grouping over there. We're going to finish it and up after. It's make it nice. <laughs> just yeah, we'll make it really nice. Yeah, we'll make it nice. It's also good to say, I don't, if, you know, I don't, I, I hear the rule about not hitting the table, so I thank you for putting it because I don't know if I could remember that. Oh. That's yeah, going to yeah. be tough for me, I think. Did you, you order these on Amazon? Yeah, I ordered them off Amazon. And they came okay. relatively quickly because I ordered them on like Wednesday of last week and here they are. So within a week. How does this work? I'll leave that to Darren to talk about that. Since I, I'm not super technical in my in my stuff that I do, I'm more of the real it's basic not technical. Guy. Just it absorbs sound. Sound comes out of your mouth like a <laughs> droplet of COVID. <laughs> it's, it's, it's if you hit the table, it bounces off the table and goes into the other mic, and then sounds like a big room. If if it hits this thing, then it gets absorbed and never comes comes out again, like but, an N95 mask. But, <laughs> but it works better on the rigid side than the flat side. Oh right? no no! So the the rigid side is um, to to differentiate the the reflection, so they don't come off at the same time. So oh. if they're coming off at right angles or at 90 degree angles, that's what sounds wonky or metallic and that kind of thing so that's why you won't always see this kind of stuff sometimes you'll see a bookshelf or other things that, that break up the sound. It. yeah because i know in jake's um podcast that he did back home he has some kind of sound wall that looks super funky it looks like cubes coming out yeah is it made of gold yeah <laughs> <laughs> for him probably it is right <laughs> Well, this is also how you. But it's the same thing. Your, your yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. But he's yeah. probably he's probably recording in that room. Yeah. Mm. So that that's probably there. Like, if you have a super nice room that sounds really good, then you actually want to hear the room. But in ninety nine percent of the cases now, you want no room sound, and then you add whatever room in later with a reverb. Mm, okay. Is it good to put this into your home studio? I mean, like a, your home entertainment system place, like where you're watching TV and stuff? Or don't, don't tell him do yes. Do people don't do that? <laughs> don't tell him yes. He's yeah. Oh, go for it. Interesting to put it in your house. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't tell him yes. He'll put <laughs> it all over his house. No, no you should wear it on your chest <laughs> while you're playing that video game. <laughs> <laughs> it's going it's to be in his story. Is there, is, is, do people use it for no. the theater places? They do, well, yeah, they do. I, I, yeah, I mean, if you have a really good sound system that you're going loud with, oh, and you, okay. can, you can tell that it's bouncing off of the walls and making it sound weird, then yeah, it would help. Okay. But it's gonna, it, you're going to have to go louder after you put the stuff in because it absorbs, it absorbs sound. Yeah. Yeah. Don't put it in your house, Kyle. I don't have walls in my house to put it on. No, your somewhere. wife will kill you. Yeah. And your and your sister in law, they will it's kill. It's highly you. decorative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's to get into. You know, what we should do is colored art on top of these. Well, that's what I was telling. That's what I was telling him. Instead of putting six tiny little things on the wall, just get a gigantic fabric art thing and put yeah. it there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, are, too late now. You super cheap. Them all, so. yeah. Okay, wait. There, there was a there was a reason why they are here. 
Can you well, tell? Because that, that reason is actually quite entertaining in and of itself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Right, because people are like, why, why is he here? Because he came actually. Guys, no, but he yeah. came last time and, you know, yeah, so he's yeah. making a return engagement along okay. with Okay, well, this, uh, that's not the only reason why. The real reason why we're here is the book, which we will get to at yes. some point. Yes. But. The, we can thank Kusumoto for the return yes. of the sound guys. Yes. Because well, the f- a first, we didn't, we'd never been here before. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's true. It's, yeah. It was, <laughs> and, and yes, you can th- thank, thank Dave definitely for that. So when, when Kusumoto was on the podcast a few weeks ago, yes. we had posed a question to him about, you know, what are the challenges? What are some of the challenges? Something to that effect, right? With, with the shoot. No, what went wrong? What, what kind of wrong? stuff went what, wrong? Okay, what What's kind of junk? See, high see, you notice they're remembering the specific yeah, yeah, yeah. things that Dave said. Yeah. And, what uh, do you take issue with, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and apparently, Dave only brought up issues with sound. I, I, I gotta correct that. I don't think Dave brought up the issue. You brought up I the issue <laughs> with sound. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I was trying to get out of it. I'm listening to the podcast. I'm like, dang it, John. You got to talk only about <laughs> the sound it stuff? It actually wasn't about the sound. Well, that's all I it was really with. about Vance. Oh, yes. Was <laughs> I don't think any of it had to do yeah. with me. So, so. Yeah. so the dynamic here, just so you folks know at home, I'm the guy and the rest of the sound team record the stuff on the day. We hand it to Darren and he makes it sound like the high session stuff. So really, John was pointing the finger at me. <laughs> but this is you're talking about the on-location shoots, yes. not the Twitch or this. Correct, on-location yeah. shoots. Okay, yeah. Yeah. correct. I'm the guy that if anything messes up with sound, it's my fault. Oh, that's not true because we had a big kerfuffle uh, recently. I wasn't, and there. it had nothing to do with you because I wasn't there. <laughs> but I was there with my fault. <laughs> And I, and I will well, say that kerfuffle led to probably the best audio mix that we've ever done. Oh, really? Darren is very proud. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the Riot ah. right Hair stuff. Well, if you listen to the Riot Hair, ah. well, because it caused Darren to buy new equipment. Oh. oh. And now with his new toys, nice. he has a new, he's been invigorated again. Oh. Were you happy toys. that you had an excuse to buy new toys though? Uh, yes and no. I thought it was going to, I've been avoiding it for the last four years because it's a pain to transfer everything. Yeah. But I was pretty happy once I did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you, what did you buy? I Not bought a, too technical, but I, I just, I bought a MacBook Pro and I just stacked it with the full suite of Waves plugins, like no. a $3,000 suite of plugins. Oh, wow. yeah. So it's all in one little com- computer. Yeah. Like that. So that, um, song that I think it's Kaohamai. I mixed it in uh on the computer speakers and with um AirPods. Really? Are you wow. serious? Wow. Okay, that's yeah. impressive. Wow. Huh. Huh. That is interesting. And you know it's funny because that's how most people are gonna listen to it with AirPods. That's my on. theory. Ah mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. Good thinking. Uh, but now I do have a big to differ about the best sounding high sessions video. Okay. I have an opinion about that and it leads the story of Darren doing something uh, in the it's the Queen's Jubilee Queen's okay, Jubilee okay, go mm. yeah it goes down I, as one of my favorites I, hands down I thought we captured lightning in a bottle in that instance with the performance and how good they did and what Darren did on his end to me rivals at maybe even better than what the CD sounds like oh yeah so wow. in my opinion I felt that was his best work 
That but was the result of a back injury. There you go. That's the story. I want to get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. So th- this was Weldon's song from what, like 10 years ago? Or, yeah, know, something like that. Now, yeah. And he had a quartet or a trio. It was with uh, and uh, um, Alika yeah, and yeah. and uh, oh yeah, Alika, yeah, yeah, Alika, yeah. uh-huh. Jack. Um, yeah, and so just hard heavy hitters, man. Yeah. Good, good heavy hitters, good harmonies, and so I injured my back badly was lying in my bed for five days straight. So all I did was watch uh, videos on this channel <laughs> called Pensado's Place, who's a uh, engineer. And he had all these tips and tricks and I just was kept trying everything that he was saying on that thing for five days straight. And, and I happened to be mixing their stuff at the time. So I spent five days <laughs> messing with their stuff. And, and I actually came up with some of the ideas that we still use today uh, on all oh, wow. so back end. Mm-hmm. That, that, that event led to what the high session sound has become. Yeah. Wow. Prior to that, high session sound sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that was, the, to me, the definitive mark that makes what Darren does. And it's very special because we've had other people come and mix stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I just have an affinity to what Darren does. There's just the shine and a shine and a real you know, brightness and just the, the high sessions life that comes out of it that he can do. So Only he can do. Out right? of agony came magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, where most good things come from, they come from pain. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's good. Actually, um, I wanted to add something on. I um, Steve Luther, right? Guitarist for Toto. Okay. Um, he's played with a whole bunch of different people. I'm listening to his uh, his uh, audio book, his biography, and it's fascinating because he's like Forrest Gump. He plays on because I mean, he's a well-known session player, right? Just he was a huge yeah. session player at the time. In fact, all the guys in Toto were and. He talks about the who's who of who he's recorded with and all that stuff. And the, one of the big ones he talks about is Quincy Jones. And he said, because what you were talking about, about how people listen to the music, mm-hmm. Quincy, when he records his stuff, he records it in that big, full, yep. like, you know, uh, he uh-huh. says, put it, put it up on the speakers. So you put it up on the speakers. And then once he likes that mix, he goes, okay, now put it over here. And he they puts it on a tiny ass speaker that is just sitting over there on the board and when people ask him why he goes and it's even he says it's even it's mono yeah. mm-hmm. but they play it through that and he says if that sounds good okay then that's the mix we want which is fascinating because he says three-fourths 90 percent of people are going to hear it in that form right you're going to hear it yeah. on a headphone yeah. you're going to hear it in your car you're going to right you're going to be just listening to it off your phone and so if it sounds good that way then when you've got the full complement it's like oh yeah the modern day version of that is no one has that gigantic speaker system that he has anymore yeah and everyone has phones computers and and headphones so uh i don't i don't think it's a widely shared belief but for for me those those are where i want it to sound good in so Mm. i haven't been mixing on um on actual speakers for the past 10 years probably wow, I've only really? been mixing in headphones and you know the little computer speakers wow and so be, and then the the thing that you're mixing makes a difference too right because the videos the videos are a totally different mix than if you're just doing an audio thing because on videos they're being consumed clearly on phones mm. and such and phones you need it to be loud because if the video before or whatever, if it just comes in soft, you're already at a big disadvantage. So mm-hmm. a, a lot of it is getting it loud 
And then also people have uh, AirPods or, or over-ear headphones and stuff. So it needs to sound sound good there. Okay. So. Interesting. So, so we're we're going to get even more technical. Well, <laughs> I have a question. What? How did Bodo you learn all these tricks to sound? I mean, is there a class you guys took? Is there a secret club that you guys okay, joined? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the handshake? You guys meet up, right, you know, right. monthly? Well, where where you know? Before we do that, then why don't we do this? He wants to go in order. Okay. Yeah, oh, sorry. Are we, huh? are we messing up your program? No, 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 no. No, what I'm saying is, why don't yes. we go through, like, but what does Vance do? Okay. Yes, yes. Then, then go to Darren. What does Darren do? I just remember so Vance ordering everybody around. Like, okay, everybody, we need to be quiet. <laughs> We're going to be starting soon. We're going to be starting soon. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And then all of a sudden he would leave and then we would start. And I go, wait, he's coming back. What, what, is, what is he doing? Yeah, Vance is also our hype man. Yeah, no, he totally is. Yes. Everybody, we need you to clap. Be really yeah. loud. Come on. Yeah. So, 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 okay. So, okay, so, so Devin only sees me. Uh, so let me let me address Devin's because uh, he only sees me on the podcast. I'm like, oh man, he's getting roasted. That's okay. It's fine. I can handle. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. Put my highlight shirt way, down. He's got a red shirt. He's written a book. He's written a book. So Devin unfortunately only gets to see me in the live events where. I don't need to do anything with some because Darren is there. So yes. Darren rarely ah. comes mm. to our 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 you know regular shoots regular where we shoot, shoot yeah. them on location. So that's me. I gotta record the sound on that day. Okay. But when we have live shows, we rely on Darren to come because you know it's nighttime. He can come. So I get I get another job. I'm like, what can I do? Well, I can go play you know hype guy. So. It's a, well, I actually thought you were kind of a director. No. I didn't think you were a hype man. I thought you were the director, but yeah. you were just really excited. Yeah. And it was really weird at the time. But I was like, oh, okay, but it's good because it gets the audience going. Yeah, that's, that's right. the whole point. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Because you get me up there, I'll be like, all right, everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> clap your hands. Uh, yeah, or whatever. That's, that's, actually, that's actually that's how you are. exactly how it okay, is. Okay, okay, we're rolling. John's like, Hey everybody, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so in the, in the live event, you want the crowd to be up. Yeah, so yeah. You, want you to need be up. That, that hype man right, there. You, you want them to pay attention to certain cues, mm -hmm. and that's why I'm trying to get them all hyped. So when you come on, they're like, yeah, right? Well, because otherwise it doesn't happen. Yeah, right? if I don't unless, unless you get them hyped up. No, no, no. Well, I, I don't know. I'm if, not kidding. I, I don't kidding. know if they know. It's right? true. If yeah. not, everybody yeah. will be like, ah, Devin wouldn't talk. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. I don't know if they know, but. So Vance is like, no, 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 really. He's good. He's good. I promise. You're going to enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There he is again. He's got to talk a little bit before the music starts. Yeah. We know. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Be, be okay with yeah, yeah. it. Be okay with it. Yeah, so that's the fun part. So that, but on the days that we do regular shoots, I'm the guy that records all the sound, and then once that's done, I do a bit of work on it and hand it to Darren, and Darren makes it sound beautiful. That's the kind of. But the your role. background, your background is in in, in sound. Or well, uh, okay, so, yes and no. Yeah. yeah. So so Vance was was trained by the great Michael Grande. That's right. Oh, oh really? really? Yes. Grande. Yes. So oh. we, yes. back in the early 2000s, I had a studio with Michael and this guy, Aaron Kimura. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Halava. So, yeah, yep. and Halava. Oh. And we shared it. And then Vance is like, yeah, I want to I wanna come down and, and hang out. I was like, sure. And then he became our, our secondary sound guy there, like uh, the studio engineer. Yeah. What so were you studying in UH when I saw it? Computer when I met science? You? Okay. And I never really did anything with that. So yeah. when did you transition into 
it never transitioned. It was just like, just I want to learn how to do this. You <laughs> yeah. know? I had something like a fun hobby to do. Yeah. So just when I came back, well, when was it? The 2002 or something. When yeah. Around that time when we started 2001, 2002, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So I just would go, I would try to figure out this. I mean, I did, you know, before. So because the home audio stuff is so easy, you know, at, it, they started making it real accessible. I had some home audio stuff in the mainland when I was there before I came home. So when I came home and John said, hey, I want to do a recording studio. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Can well, I try? Where, where were you in the mainland? Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've spent years there. So. Oh, you better be a Seahawks fan, dude. So, yeah. so you were, oh, you were recording on, <laughs> on one of those little recorders with the, the tape cassette things uh, or uh, a digital geez, one? Did, we, did I have a tap? Might, might have been one of those digital recorders. Yeah, you know, uh, the, you know that. And I think I even got into, before the interfaces were... Uh, were out that you can actually bring some of that audio into the computer and try to multi not multi track but I would record one track bring it in you know and mm. try to mix it I didn't do that great but I mean enough that I I had the basic knowledge of that kind of stuff yeah and it was perfect because what I learned having my own recording studio is it's it's a lot of work <laughs> and there's people that want to go at all different times and you can't mm. be everywhere at once right so yeah. if you had a secondary person there who enjoys being there and stuff it's Worked out really well. John is fundamentally uh, lazy. That makes that makes a good boss, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so so Vance was there, and he would track a lot of people. I people Dave, the, we did we did an album with Kusumoto. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're what? kidding me! Dave, Wait, what was uh, it? Oh, what it's it called Short Story. Short Story. That is a great album. Yes. It's a great album. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to wait, you. Wait, wait, time out. Time well, Dave, Dave, so Dave and this girl. So the girl's the singer. Dave was just really kind of. Pretty he sure she's a, a woman, of the not a girl, but. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. We're not not canceling yeah. anyone. Here. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So anyway, Dave wrote uh, almost all the songs. Yeah. And really? She yes. sang them, mm-hmm. and then yeah, he did guitar parts. T- and tell him wow. about Ben coming in. Oh yeah. Okay. I missed. Oh yeah, we're gonna make fun of Dave on this podcast. Oh <laughs> well, yes. I think this is a good. Yes. This is a good Yeah, yeah. You're not upstairs going. Why is my ear on YouTube? Oh, it's gonna be like it's every gone. every five months they're gonna be switching <laughs> yeah. it up. Like, is like, hey, 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 you have them on. It's my turn now. <laughs> no, no. So, so the best story was um, some of the guitar parts we needed a lead player. So mm-hmm. Ben Vegas, oh, nice. came in and did some of the guitar work. You know, cool. And of course, it, it's just so Ben's in the studio and he's doing his thing, and it's Sally Morita who's singing the all the songs, right? Mm-hmm. So she, so you don't know Dave is part of the band, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> so. So he's playing, and he comes into the office. He's like, "Oh man, I gotta meet this chick. She's so deep. You know, her <laughs> writing is so good. This girl, she's got such a." And it, I'm just thinking, <laughs> if you only knew, it's it's Dave writing all these songs. You know, it's like, "Oh, this girl is so deep." Did like, you ever uh, tell him? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so okay. Did Dave write in the perspective of a girl singing? I guess. It? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you gotta ask oh, Dave. Was it just like no, unisex? No, no, he's he's so unisex. So the, the album. I'm pretty sure the album is is on Apple Music. It's Sally S A L L I Morita M O R I T A, and it's short story. It's a s- super good album. It's one of my favorite albums I've ever done. Yeah. I, I like it better You're than the Pure It's one of my favorite too. Wow. Yeah. Really? They play it in Denny's. Yeah, so it's wow. on, <laughs> It's licensed to Muzak. So yeah, yeah. it's it's on the airport and, wow. and you know the there you grocery go. store Dave circuit. Kusumoto, yeah. Sally Marie. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? It's Dave a good Davis. album. And, they're good. And, the, and to Dave's defense, they are really good songs. Yeah, they, they are really good songs. Yeah, Dave is a good songwriter. Maybe he should do more. 
I ask him all the time, like, hey, can you write pure heart stuff? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm kind of busy. Uh-huh. Like, Thanks. Yeah. Wow. She has a beautiful voice. Yeah. Where, yeah. where is she now? She lives in Japan. Japan. I, I think she, she just back. maybe oh. moved back, yeah. Yeah, this is the Kolo song. Wow, nice voice. Killer, right? Yeah. And listen, it's on my phone. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I'm proud to say that I recorded the vocals, so yep, I was yep. there in current, you know, talking to her about how to sing, and so yeah. So yeah. the nice thing about John's studio is not only are you recording engineer, but you also be kind of a producer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you help guide them through. Mm. Okay, you know, let's try this, try it, sing it this way, and try to do it this. So and what fun. what happened with the studio? What's the story with it not being uh, right anymore? Well, okay. It was too much I, work, John. It's one of these things. So no, no. Okay. <laughs> having a, I always, I always tell people this. Having a recording studio is, is akin to having a pool. Oh, you I never see. go and use it after a while, but then all your friends come over and want to jump in a pool. <laughs> That's the reason why I never got a pool in my house because yeah. I'd come over and he would be in a, in a sandwich. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. come over to the house yeah. anyway. So yeah. Yeah. so after a while, I had too many people trying to get freebies of studio time. Oh, and I'd be I spending see. all my time there. Yeah, and I feel like uh, some. T- Certain people, not anybody in this room. You are the perfect target We're for asking for a free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John yeah. can't say no. So, yeah. so <laughs> I said, you know, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of kinda busy, yeah. but you know, but you maybe a little later. You produce yeah. an album there besides Dave's. Your, your album, right? Yeah. Oh your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Album, I did an album there. Kiai we Vai? did Kiai Kiai Vai. Vai stuff. Yeah. Uh, Imua. We had all kinds of stuff. Going Is that on. in the same area where um, the kind has? Did he take over your studio or? Well, I thi- no, when we, when we closed, then Pimentel jumped in in my spot. Yeah. And then they moved to Studio Ala Moana. Oh, okay, now. okay. Yeah, oh. so now it's just uh, Mike and, and Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mike yeah. Mike Grande, it's interesting because he's so, he's so famous as a keyboard player, mm-hmm. right? And all uh-huh. that stuff. And then you don't even realize that he's got all this other, all this other musical stuff. Dude, he, he and produced like, Fish and Boy. He yeah. produced... Uh, yeah. Um, Fiji's first album not first the second album the one that went bonkers and yeah, stuff yeah. you know what's crazy was I was there once when Fiji sorry and Sean is really good too Sean we're not leaving you on oh yeah yeah Sean's you're really talented too, too. <laughs> but like the first time I ever saw Fiji like in the studio was unreal like he would come in and like he's just like oh like, I got this part of he starts start singing you know yeah. and then Sha- uh, Mike is over there trying to like program a drum beat and stuff to, yeah. to and then and then he'd go, okay, oh, I like that, I like that. And then he'd like start putting harmony on it and stuff. And they're like doing it in real time. Wow. Like by the time they were done, like they were both sweating. Yeah. It was so like intense, yeah. like how yeah. fast they go through stuff in it. And then, it's and then you go into the studio with like Justin where he, sorry, we're going to bring up Justin <laughs> now. I go into a studio with Justin trying to record something for his album and I'm sitting there for like an hour and a half going, this is what it is? <laughs> oh, Okay, <laughs> and it's him and Sean sitting at the console, and uh, um, Imua. Imua Garza was sitting in the thing, and there he's he literally was playing like two bars over and over and over, and it was like Imua, can you do it a little more rock now? Okay, uh, Imua, can you do it kind of more like slow jam? Okay, Imua, can you do it like? And I was like, holy shit, seriously, <laughs> over and over and over like this? Depends on the guy. Yeah, it doesn't always yeah. have to be like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know. And, and but every time I go into a studio, that's what it's like. Really? So this thing that he's describing, I'm like, yeah. when the yeah. hell does that happen? Because like, that'd like, be awesome. It's not like he came in with anything prepared. He's like making stuff up yeah. in real time. Well, but yeah. that's, 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 that's Fiji. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pretty impressive. But if you have Ben Vegas, like you have Ben Vegas come in mm. and you oh, tell yeah. him to play uh, a lead track, yeah. he'll just make stuff up on the fly. He's doing something similar too. Back in the Israel did something similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that for the Wonderful World thing. Yeah, but that was that was calling. I think he called John. That was Milan, I think. Was it Milan? Oh, but he called him. John, John, who maybe got Milan. I don't remember. Call him at like three o'clock in the morning. I gotta put something down, and that's why the words are all over the place. And everybody just goes, "This is so beautiful," and people who listen to the song go, "Wait." That's the words to the <laughs> Yeah, there's there's these generations of of audio engineers that have come through with the generation of of musicians that everyone knows, right? Mm-hmm. So back that back in the day it was Makah's sons right after they broke up, Papa and Fiji and Hawaiian style band and all that stuff. But those guys came through with a set of of audio engineers with them that mm-hmm. made their stuff sound uh, really oh, specifically yeah. certain ways. Um, and you don't, I don't know, you don't really hear anything about those guys. Yeah. Like Pierre Grill mm. um, did did Willie Kay's first album, I think. Wow. And, uh, you know, and the Milan did a lot of the... W- the weren't you with Apple me when stuff. we saw Pierre Grill at the wedding or whatever? We, we, had, our, we had our own <laughs> stories from Fat that. Girl. I'll leave those out oh. for now. <laughs> but, um, but actually, yeah, like I remember in, I think in high school, I got to sit in just to watch Pierre record something. And then I gave him a ride home or, or something like that. And he asked me in the car, um, so if you have a good performance and there's a mistake in it, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't remember what I answered, but clearly his answer was you leave the mistake and you go for the performance. Like he was oh, yeah. a he was a very um, kind of catch the essence yeah. sort of guy. Real because you're only gonna catch guy. it probably that one time, right? Every take yeah, I mean, after. Yeah, n- that doesn't apply now because now you can take that performance and fix the mistake. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, but back then when they were recording on analog and and where digital wasn't good enough yet to beat the analog stuff. Um, is it? Does it though? Because the the thing that I miss is those mistakes. You miss those analog things that happen that you're not expecting and they go and now with auto tune and all of that stuff right you, you can take this piece out and put it back yeah. in and it's well that's why i think people like the high session that's show. right because we focus mm. on performance, performance. Yeah. yeah yeah so there's a lot of mistakes in a lot of the videos but it's mixed it but you can't so we're not so i'm not auto tuning almost anything mm. on, on that i'm just going for overall sound oh. and and usually what I'll do is I'll take if the artist has pre-recorded material I'll put that in my ear so I'll listen to their stuff mm-hmm. oh and then I'll just try to beat it on <laughs> like 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 yeah. stuff <laughs> no, I mean no no that was, but, but <laughs> that's good it's always different yeah it's not sports but like <laughs> not really but that's, but but that's, nice the, thought, that's the thought in, in my head is like they got it sounding that way and and that's a particular taste and once mm. you get past a certain level it's all taste mm. right? right so for for me it's like I, I tend to just want it big and clear yeah. and massive and in your face mm-hmm. and there's not that much subtlety you know some other people mix much more subtly yeah. but for YouTube 
yeah, it should be in, in your face. Yeah. I like the sound spread that you try and get to with you know instruments and vocals the, and yeah. some but, of that sound well, spread is nice. Well, the recording live stuff, the disadvantage of it, and and why probably some people are surprised with how that stuff sounds is most of the instruments are plugged in, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a guitar and another guitar and a bass. That's coming in through a single thing that isn't a microphone recording it. It's just this little, you know, crystals through some wires. And so the actual signal coming in is real small. It's not very good. And it's mono. It's only heard in the middle, mm -hmm. which makes it sound even smaller. Mm -hmm. So the trick is how are you going to get that to sound big? How are you going to get it to sound natural? So one of the things, and I think we started with that Weldon track, was for pretty much all ukuleles and guitars, um, we'll take the single signal, we'll put it onto two different tracks, mm -hmm. we'll split them left and right, sometimes full hard left and right, sometimes partial, and then you'll EQ them differently. So it sounds like it's being recorded in two sources. And it, what that does is it tricks the ear into thinking it's hearing something in stereo. Mm. So it sounds bigger and more natural and that sort of thing. And um, and that so that's one of the tricks that we, we do tend to do. Do you do that use. with voice as well? No, so the voice needs to be heard center, otherwise it sounds kind of weird. Okay. Except the background vocals. So like that Weldon one was probably the most extreme example. If the background vocals are just kind of a wall of sound behind, then you do want it big. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so we'll actually use a stereo or a spreader on those things and just a crap load of reverb on it and just make it as big and, you know, heavenly sounding as, as possible. So if people want to experience that well, then ep the episode you're talking about, what is what is the um, thing they can type in YouTube to find Queen's it? Jubilee. Yeah, high yeah. sessions. Queen's Jubilee, high sessions. And then would you recommend them putting on earphones or Definitely. just through a good stereo speaker? Not yeah. to, you know, to, to hear the whole thing. Yeah, earphones. And on top of that, you can compare it with his existing track. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. sports. No, no, I think you get an idea of how good the sound yeah, can be yeah. in a live setting, nonetheless. Yeah. Because you got to imagine, back in the day, there was all studio recording. Yeah. So these guys, and like I said, what, the reason I think it's cool is the magic in a bottle what i call i said call the magic in a bottle because i've i saw the guys come back you know for another show and i asked them i said do you guys always play that good they go no way dude that one thing we did yeah, for the queen's jubilee was take. just just beyond anything they could ever imagine that they played that good wow so it's one of those things where you just sometimes you capture that and you're mm -hmm. like and when you're when i'm recording it i'm like going holy cow yeah. this is yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Is there another performance that sticks out besides that that Queen's Jubilee? Uh, well, actually, just Ernie Cruz. Oh wow! You know his his one day suit. It was really simple. He just had a guitar, right, at that time. Yeah. Well, no, it was was guitar was uh, was the, was Adamski with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh that Who guy's passed amazing. Away, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the percussionist. Oh, wow. There's two sets of percussionists. That's right. But when they were playing, you just in you just like something. You're like, what are we recording? In in my head, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be awesome. Just mm -hmm. yeah. awesome. I miss like that guy. Magic in a bottle kind of thing. And you're yeah. like lightning in a bottle. So was that Todd from Exit Ex Ex 8? Todd, yeah. Yes. yeah. Really, really good guitar player. Yeah. And actually, that Genius. was one of the. So we did this live album because we Genius. thought it would be a good idea. And it took a gajillion hours to <laughs> do 10 tracks and to keep remixing them. But but that was one of the tracks on that. Yep. On I had that a good album. time with it. 
<laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you, I'm glad you did. But, but uh, to the earlier question, the stuff you can do now with, with really tight, limited, you know, small, compact equipment is just off yeah. the charts. It's crazy. So you can put together just incredible sounding stuff with a really small set up now. Mm. But with the, with the younger generation that's coming up musician-wise, um, I mean, are they able to get the same sort of sound coming out of them sort of naturally? Because that's always what I worry about, right? Is you, These guys are created in the studio. They're not created in live situations. So you put them on a live stage in front of the... You put them in the shell, yeah. right? And they got to play three people in front oh, of... I, I have a thought on that. People. We all, huh? thought, we yeah. all have opinions on that. One. Yeah. Well, no, I was, well, I was just curious Well, it's that. a different world now because you can't be just a studio artist, artist anymore because people are going to expect Instagram videos and videos right. of you playing live. And, you know, you're going to constantly be in front of people doing your stuff. So mm. this idea of just going to the studio now and just cranking out an album, putting it out and having a big marketing push, not going to work. Mm. So you think the pendulum there's swinging back to yeah. the, I, I the people that are talented? I think so. I think there's wow. gaps. So, mm. so clearly, because we did this other project called um, Punahou Sessions, she had a very similar name and had a, 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 very, a very similar sound to High Session. Yeah, because maybe you were the guy who was the sound. Um, but, but what's clear to me is the, the talent level is higher now. Really? Than in terms of the, like, the, the performance that they're putting out. Wait, it's what was it? Alumni now. people from Portland? Oh, it's so alumni you? and current students. Wow. Oh, and okay. so, and, and High Sessions is the same way. Like when we were kids, John excluded, like the kids now they're better than we were and mm. um and i think that's a result of they have way more access to teaching materials and to learning materials but they also have these gaps so where you got guys like Halle and and oh, tolentino yeah. and those oh, guys who mm -hmm. who grew up in that like learn to play with everyone listening and can just like fill in yeah. super fast yeah. a lot of these musicians have real gaps there but they can rip off, not rip off, but they can, they can do a, they can do like a Jake, like they can do like a, a Jake virtuosic performance, almost to the T with facial expressions, <laughs> with the and stuff, but, but they have a little bit of a gap of like, if you throw them in with say Riotea, yeah. right? It's a, it's a, to me, it seems like a feel thing. Because I know when I'd watched you and John play or whatever, right? It becomes a, it's a conversation between the two of you when you're up there doing your thing, right? So if you're doing a video only about yourself all the time, doing yeah. Jake facials and doing, you're not, you're not actually working with somebody else and having no. to do the give and take that happens naturally when you've been playing music for a while with other people. It's why uh, I think when you two play together or when John plays with Pure Heart, it's that thing that Kyle always talks about. Mm -hmm. that, that's yes, like yes. you said, the magic in a bottle magic, thing yes. that doesn't happen unless you've either played together for a long yeah. time or like you were saying, if you are used to the conversation that happens where it's like, well, you got this. Okay, I got this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, like you said, the gap that, that you know you need to fill in and you know where you're going to go. Because yeah. even John, when he sits in with, sorry, I know it's to make you uncomfortable but um when john sits when john sits in yeah and he and he stops feeling really self-conscious about playing um like with alex last week uh when when they were playing john did a solo and the solo was awesome it was great but 
I knew it wasn't something that he planned or was thinking about before he did it. He just knew that, okay, I do this note and do this thing and do this thing. And you don't, you can't do that unless, like you were saying, you're listening to the other person and knowing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Or not, not necessarily knowing what they're doing, but you're listening to what they're doing and trying to figure out how to complement that best. And maybe that's yeah. what the kids are missing. Right? I'd like to regain that because when we grew up, it, it was things like you would be a... Your uncle or so and so, your friend's uncle's house from five in the afternoon, and they had their own little PA set up, and they'd be playing for like six hours, mm -hmm. and you go and sit in with them, and they do their thing, and you learn from them, and you yeah. learn to play. And like when John and them were starting out, they were doing these marathon, you know, <laughs> yeah, five gigs, hour gigs, yeah. five hour Devin's, gigs. Devin was part of those sometimes. I was, yeah. but that's that is for that skill in particular, like learning to play with other people, to compliment them, that sort of thing. That's that's how you get good at that. Yeah. But if you are sitting there with the materials and tabs and a video that you can slow down and watch over and over for a really difficult you know, piece or performance, then you can learn how to nail that thing just you know, sitting there and learning it that way. Mm -hmm. and, and they're both important. Yeah. Um, I just, it would be good to see sort of all, all of it together. Yeah. Well, because I know for you, because you're a musician, right? They, I think you look at it different, the performance of it differently, right? So, uh, yeah, it, it's fascinating to watch you guys sort of figure out, okay, where do I fit what I'm doing? Uh, and Brian, I think, is probably the Brian most, yes. most well-known, most skilled guy at doing that. Yes. And it's, it's weird to watch him because yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't plan anything. He no. just jumps up there and you go, Brian, you... He goes, yeah, okay. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. Like, how do you, what the? And it's, it's it. fascinating to it's watch. It's him and uh, Sean. Sean, that was the other one I was Just jumping saying. in Sean and any really band. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pimento, yeah. 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 Sean but, is really good. But, but you watch Sean the whole season, and he's like, on, he's on the set for every single band. Well, he's yeah. in every single high session's video. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> but it also makes you sick because he can do it with different instruments. Other yeah. people do it with like yeah. a single instrument. Yeah. He's like, oh, guitar. Okay. Oh, ukulele. Just amazing. Drums. It's just like, I. Yeah, and actually, Brian is what a St. Louis guy. St. Louis. But yeah. I was gonna say a lot of these guys come out of Kamehameha. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just part of the culture and and learning there. They were just, I mean, even in high school, they were just better than us. So, mm -hmm. they, in pretty much every musical way. So, so the more you we could to, get that. Where, where, did, where did you go to high school? I'm going to search for Huh? I'm the The Sessions place. Yes, the one with the Sessions. <laughs> All right, okay. Private it's school book. It's okay, it's okay. Okay, I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta move it along here okay. because we're gonna run oh, out of time. Oh, we gotta talk about the book. book. Yes. Okay, okay. The book, book. So Vance book, has been... Book, and book, book. <laughs> Not written by a book. Okay. I, I am, Phil oh, Filipino. Filipino. Yes, Filipino. Filipino. Oh, okay, okay. book that wrote the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So where okay now Vance, I've known for a long time, yep. and he was doing like uh, lessons or you know he I know he was involved with child learning mm -hmm. yes. for a bit, yes. and then here comes this book that he's been working on for for a while. Really? Um, but tell us the background of this of why you wrote a children's book. So uh, I, I well of course I had kids. Uh, you know, so my yeah. kids were young. Yeah. When they were young, I'd read them Dr. Seuss, Ten Apples Up on Top, Go Dogs Go whatever but then i realized they rhyme so i grabbed my ukulele and i was like hey my son kincaid come check this out go dogs go 
go on skate to go bye bye you know so I played the book to him and he was like dancing and you know oh, I, was like, cool. I was like hmm this is kind of cool huh. so I started recording YouTube videos of me singing those books Interesting. Put them online. Put a melody to it. Yeah. So, because right. so yeah. so, a lot of people would read the books. You know, you go yeah. to YouTube and yeah. they're like, "Go dogs, go." You know, go yeah. on. But I get I, about I get about halfway and I fall asleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I started singing them, and slowly but surely, the channel started getting more and more popular. And then so, the Dr. Seuss sued you. Yes. Okay. No, actually, <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, Dr. Seuss had never come after me. Oh, so cool. of all the books I did, they never came. One person came after me, and I took their stuff down. But anyway, so <laughs> what I did though is I got to a point where the YouTube channel was pretty dang popular, actually making some money. Wow! About two hundred wow. bucks a, a month. Hey, how can uh, they find it? Uh, on oh, uh, just go va search Vancemo on YouTube. So Vancemo, Vancemo, V-A-N-C-E-M-O. Okay. Uh, the and I uploaded this one song or uh, book called Ten Apples Up on Top." to the tune of Jason Mraz's I'm Yours, that video today has close to 2 million views. Holy moly. Wow. wow. And yeah. Mraz never bothered you. Never right? bothered me. Never. never yeah. Mraz is a cool dude. guy. Yeah. Cool yeah. Yeah. So, so much. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now that he knows after yeah. the party's going to come well, after you. But I always, I always looked at it from a perspective. Like if, and I know, I know what I'm doing is technically wrong and copyright but you know it's not about the money yeah I did make some money and YouTube finally demonetized my channel I was like whatever because the important <laughs> thing is the kids get the you know they, they, they get involved in yeah. learning to yeah. read and excited about yeah. reading and books and the parents have some you know live they, hey play some of these <laughs> go watch this video thank you by right. the way for that yeah. so and that that, that <laughs> got me into thinking and especially when they got channel got demonetized I'm like well crap I can write my own stuff Mm. I don't need to use somebody else's material. Yeah. So years go by and I'm like, I gotta write my own book. I gotta write my own book. Yeah, so I was like, finally, I like pandemic hit. And I'm like, I'm gonna finish the book. Oh. So that's how this there came up. Now, I don't know how the story came up with the foot thing. Uh -huh. the, yeah. the, where's my left shoe? Don't, don't spoil it for us. No, I won't. I won't. Well, we maybe. I, so I I'll ask, the end already. I'll ask yeah. the Patreon people, because <laughs> we're going to do a Patreon thing, yes. if they want me to read the whole book. Oh, I So like what I can do is we can read a little bit of the book, get here a bit of the story. Well, can you sing the book? I, I can. I don't, okay. I, don't, I don't have it. Uh, don't, I, I don't have my ukulele handy. but We got one. Guitars, too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, so it's, it's just about a kid that loses his shoe. Yeah. And has to go through all the emotions that a kid would go through in that adventure of trying to find the shoe, getting mm. frustrated, getting mad at his dog and all that kind of stuff. And getting sad and and in you know in the end of course I'm not gonna spoil it, but yeah, so there's there's an end. There's a resolution. Yes, there's a resolution and it's a bit of a twist. So it is a twist. And it's it's it, I think I it's was a not expecting exactly, that. Exactly. The right? shoe was his father. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, so that's what I did. I got, read the book. Read, wrote the book and I that's uh, cool, man. Yeah, but of course, I pitched it to every, not everybody, I pitched it to a bunch of people, turned down completely. Mm. So I just published it myself. Cool. Good man. for you. Yeah. And where can, we find, where can we find it? Amazon. Amazon. So Go straight to Amazon. Amazon. Uh, actually, the easiest way to find it, because Amazon, if you try to search it, you probably won't find it that easy because it's not like, you know, it's not like a bestseller or anything. It's but if you Harry go Potter. to whereismyleftshoe.com, okay. okay. Oh. Where is my, and it's not where's my left shoe, whereismyleftshoe.com. You can find the link to where you can buy the book. Okay, wait. Who who wrote this back thing? Oh, okay. So, my the illustrator that yeah. I have is a fantastic guy named Darren Hajimi. No, no, not this Darren. Another guy. Another <laughs> Darren. 
but fantastic guy uh, and he was like no you should write something on the back of the book and I'm like I don't want to write something about my own book so mm. can you do it he goes yeah I can do it and he so the oh, okay. wrote because I was going to say this is a Nice bit of writing about yeah. yourself yeah. and how is wonderful it? your book is. So I asked him to write that and nice. he wrote it. I'm like, wow, that's perfect. So I use it all over the place. Humorous <laughs> and enchanting short story about a little boy in his epic quest to find his missing left shoe. Yeah. Ah, that's Ooh. awesome. But the illustrations, I gotta Read say, by a voiceover artist. Yes. There you go. So the thing is, oh, you should do an audio version. Yeah, I, yeah. I have. It's already up on my oh, uh, wow. my, web, my web page. Is the audio version it, sung? It, it, yeah, it's sung. Okay. Yeah, cool. and but uh, what I did with the audio version is because I didn't want to like give the book away completely. Yeah. I just left out all the words. So there's just the illustrations and me singing the book. Illustrations. So and like, singing yeah, so, oh, okay. Yeah. So if you guys like, you know, you come to the first page, the words are no longer on the page in the. Video. I see. It's like uh, watching a cartoon. It's like exactly. Yeah. Ah. So then, if you want the book, you got to go buy it. Very smart yes. marketing, yeah. right? Look at you. It's one of those things. Like I, I had a friend who worked for a publisher. I can't remember which publisher. It's a local publisher, and this is maybe 15 years ago. And they go, um, "Hey, John, um, we want to do something music-related book. So if you can think of anything music-related for a book, we may be interested in publishing a music-related book." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." But, but then when I think of books, I think of it like a CD almost. You know, you have to, you create it, but now that you have this product, you have to go out and make people aware of it. Yes. Yeah. So it's promoting it, it and is, doing all yeah. that whole thing. You know. Yeah. So then I, I got lazy as I normally do, <laughs> and I never did anything. <laughs> but yeah. it seems like a lot of work. I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so what what else are you doing to promote? I, I so you've been doing any. Um, what was I going to say? What is that thing that you send out to all the radio stations and stuff? It's a, a press release. Press yes. release. I need to ask yeah. you guys how to do that because I haven't done that. Oh, okay. Devin can help you. Yeah, yeah so. Devin can help you with that because he gets them all the time, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Or Us? Yeah. Or you, mm, kind the, of. Yeah. The production people get it. Well, what I can do is I can talk about it on air. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, thank you. Oh, very that's nice work. work. Yes. That's how you do it. That's work out. Right, exactly. That's how you do it. Well, no, I mean, uh, the other thing too is because we worked in uh, children's theater. Because you can make a musical out of it too Yes, yeah, actually I wanted true. to talk to you Maybe off, we'll do it after the talk. show But yeah. I, I wanted to pitch an idea So I've done numerous shows at preschools mm -hmm. Where I sing, do the sing the book thing mm -hmm. And I've been able to keep the little ones Two years old, up to mm -hmm. five I kept their attention for at least an hour Wow. That's, so yeah, the fact that I good. can keep these kids' attention for an hour, I'm thinking to myself, I bet I could turn this into a show. Show. Yeah. Show. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So for sure. Yeah. I can I mean I can see it already just looking through the book and looking at the pictures and mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's a simple story, it's got a nice through line, got enough twists and turns in it to keep the kids interested. Mm -hmm. There's some humor in it. So yeah, you could totally yeah. turn it into a show. The illustrations are great. Yeah. 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 That, that, very, that, very Asian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It is, right? I feel like I'm looking at one of those, you know those Japanese books? Yeah. It's the colors. Yeah, the colors. No, not just the colors. Look at the little Japanese boy. <laughs> so or, somebody, I don't know, or you can tell somebody, Japanese. See, it is. somebody told me that is that boy you? I'm like, yeah, what? Like, hey, it, it is you, it's right? Like brownie, I know, I, but, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, how is this it's like Japanese? Japanese? Green Highlife shirt in there. <laughs> <laughs> this is very. It's this. It's this style. It's this oh, very it's like an style. anime. Like if you're a little kid, manga. it looks kind of like anime. Or when we were growing, sorry, yeah, I'm okay. old. Yeah. When we were growing up, it's yeah. this kind of. 
Uh, the, all the picture books that we would have yeah. all kind of looked like this. It's, the, the guy, the guy, especially this one. Yeah, look at that. Sorry. Yeah. That. Yeah. Dude, you're spoiling the ending. No, no, he just yeah. showed that. the middle. That, yeah, I was the middle. Okay. You know he's gonna find his shoe. We don't Whoa. know that. Oh, oh, oh no! You were so close. You were so good. You were getting there. Only two pages. I found it. Okay, well, we're getting to that time of the show. I don't know if we've done this with Darren before. We have. The we okay, albums? So, yeah, so yeah. So I'd, like to, I, I'd like to reverse it by asking you oh. guys a question. Well, but we you gotta do him do, first. We'll do uh, Vance first. Okay, yeah. Vance, this so, is a question that everybody comes... Oh, you know the question? I am prepared. Well, wrote oh, it down. Down. I am wow. prepared. With 904 oh. emails? <laughs> I am prepared. So ask the question because I'm ready. All right, Vance, if you are stranded on a desert island by yourself for the rest of eternity, it can only take three albums with you to listen to for the rest of all time. What would those three albums be? I will be following the rules. All right, thank you. Thank you. First person in a while. These are actual albums that can be purchased. (laughs) Maybe the last one might not be. But anyway, the first one is the complete... Greatest hits of the Eagles. You did not no, 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 no. It is an album that you can buy. No, no, no. no. That's it's not even the rule. No greatest hits album. Oh, I didn't know you guys had yeah, no greatest hits. That was the rule. That was the one of the. I love ah, that he's the only person to ever preface with. I know. I love the rule. The first thing he does is break the rule and upon the table. I broke all the rules. I thought the greatest hits were okay as long as you buy it. Well, Hell Freeze is over. We'll do that one. Okay, mind. Hell Freeze is okay, over. That's good. That's, that's fine. fine. That's good. That. Okay, so the other one too, I can't take it. So I'll take Call Upon a One right okay, there. Okay. Right. Gotta be that one. Okay. Yeah. Now, does our High Sessions Volume One count as the greatest hits, or is I don't think so. I don't know. Not a so High Sessions One, vo- High Sessions Volume One, which is not you can't buy it anymore. So it's okay. Oh, we have yeah. we have copies. Yeah. That's right. So. That yeah. one, that one everybody that was made into an album. No, yeah, that one everybody cool. should get. High Sessions Volume. Well, well you can't, well, actually, well, but yeah. Well, many people don't know this, but many of our songs now are on Spotify, and yeah. I keep adding here and oh, there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, but it's every... When we started the show, we didn't want to do audio because we felt that that was a competition with the artists, mm. you know, especially with Darren's amazing mixing and stuff. That's yes, right. But... Um, over time, people will keep requesting stuff. So I've been going back and to John the artists. John got too lazy to fight them, so he just. Well, this is the one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Sure yeah. 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 So this is the highest. So um. One. Oh, Mace, yeah. you even have that thing? What? How did you get one? I didn't get one. You can listen to it. I got twenty for you. <laughs> yeah, Darren has a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I think somebody threw out the playlist on on YouTube too, right? Maybe. No. Sure. I, I heard it before. That's why. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Question. Okay. Oh yeah, you want oh, to ask a question for the three of you? So if you could do one thing or change one thing um, About that, would, that, would Im- <laughs> that would improve the state of music in Hawaii, Ooh. what would it be? You can take one Ooh. act, whatever funding you need, it's fine. What would you do? That would improve the the state well, of music to, in Hawaii. You might have to answer this one in the in the the claim. Yeah, because yeah, kind of like it's going to take us some time to think of it. Well, yeah, we'll tease it. Uh, we'll do this in the Patreon that's section. That's a great question, though. I, I want to answer really it for these guys. Okay, for okay. my okay. perspective. That's fine. My perspective. Okay. That's fine. Uh, and I, we've done it. What? We worked on high sessions. Ah. Uh-huh. So okay. to me, so and this is okay. And this is my opinion. I don't want to. How many people get mad at me? But 
<laughs> a lot of the TV programs that I used to watch, Hot Hawaiian Nights years ago, mm-hmm. I felt started to decline severely in audio quality. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Severely. I mean, mm-hmm. to the point where, like, the Cow Crater Boys one was like, that's like, when they released theirs, like, yeah, and then it started going downhill. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, man. So. Well, is it because they're filming it live too at bars all of a sudden and but, stuff like that too? But the thing with filming live is if you get the right sound guys, mm-hmm. you can make yeah, it sound, sound good. good. So there's to me, there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. And when John came to me and said, hey, you want to be part of our sessions? I said, yes. The only condition is we have awesome sound. Mm-hmm. So I felt we, yeah. did, we did a good job. Yeah. yeah. You guys did good, good job. Yeah. yeah. Continue to. Yes. Good yeah. I think we've upped the game a little too, by the way. Yeah. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. Right? yeah well, but you upped the game and now nobody wants to do anything but do high sessions. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, can we just do it like high session <laughs> yeah how about we just get on high session <laughs> no, and you're like, oh. I, I find it very flattering that people yeah. kind of copy the, yeah. the style you know mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know what john's opinion on this but to me the and maybe it's because it's not our super primary source of income but the the more the merrier like the more yeah. the better like to that that question i've given a lot of thought to that question so it's like how do you get more people learning? How do you mm. get more people playing? How do you get more people creating content? How do you just get more of, of everything at all levels? More people playing together. And so more people making videos, good or bad, or looking very similar mm-hmm. to ours. But yeah, I mean, I, it's, all, it's all good. I tell John how important High Sessions is for Hawaiian music in general. I mean, like, so. you're recording history. Yes. You've recorded things that nobody else saw or heard from artists that are no longer around. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Very yeah. proud of some yeah, of those that's, things that's, that we it's did. A, it's an incredible venture you guys have been on. So yeah, keep so it going. Hopefully, we can do more. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that's what Patreon helps Kay. us do. So thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank do we have any new Patreon people? No, we oh. do not. Ooh, okay. if but you would like to join Patreon, you might get to hear the ending of the book. Ooh. That's right. That's right. So we're gonna. D- with that, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with Darren and Vance right after this. See ya.